What's up? What's up? Welcome and to the politic politically. Politically, because I can't spell apparently. Politically, welcome to the politically <laughs> incorrect <laughs> gaming podcast, uh, where we get political and gaming, and we're always incorrect. Blah blah blah. All the time. I, f- I feel like that's better for the outro. It feels weird saying it in the intro. Oh, yeah, this is fucking going crazy. Okay. Uh, we haven't played our song in a minute, so we're just gonna we're gonna actually yeah, do the intro song in, in the ask, intro. I was gonna ask if you're gonna actually play the uh, intro song this time. We're paying Fred for nothing. He doesn't even do anything. I mean, we're really getting what we pay for. Yeah. All right. So we'll let Fred play the intro, and then we'll, we have some stuff to talk about. Roll the shit. Welcome officially to the Politically Incorrect Gaming Podcast or Pigs Pod. Not about pigs. It can not, be. Shouldn't really be about politics either, but we end up talking about politics more than... <laughs> <laughs> There's so much going on in the world of politics that affects us directly. Yeah, so it comes up a lot. But uh, I'm Oriel, this is Q. What's up? Uh, <clears throat> we missed last week, sort of. <laughs> yeah, we, I mean, yeah, I guess technically we did not do an episode last week, and that was because we were really lazy and we're just playing Call of Duty. Yeah. Because. Ew, you were playing depressing. Call of Duty? Yeah, it's depressing. See, I'll show yeah. it off of the stream look. I'm wearing my Call of Duty t-shirt. I have crossed over to the dark side. I have put all of my Halo t-shirts in, like, the you know the drawer that you never open that's got, like, you know... Uh, like the really thick socks and the the t-shirts oh. that you never wear. Yeah, the, you know? the scratchy wool winter socks. Yeah, and... <laughs> exactly. You know, you might have like a scarf or something in there, or maybe like a tie. So uh, yeah, that's that's kind of where I put the um, put my Halo t-shirts for for the foreseeable future. It's kind of depressing. Yeah. Actually, it's not kind of depressing. It's really depressing. It's just like and. I don't, every few days, like, I see a tweet about Halo. Just because that's how the Twitter algorithm works. They know, they're like, oh, you're interested in this. Here's another tweet about it. And almost, almost everyone is one of two things. It's either something that looks really cool in Forge that makes me, like, half-tempted to re-download the game since we both deleted it. Right. Or uh, it's a thing that makes me not want to download it. It's people talking talking and complaining about how the game still is in the same state it's been in from the beginning. Nothing works. Uh, there's no new content. There's not even the content they promised and showed us months ago. The Pit remake's not out yet. I mean, and I don't want to hear, well, you can forge it. Okay. I could also just make my own Halo game, too. Like, See, my, my problem with the, oh, you can make your own in Forge thing is, like, well, I can. Or, I mean, I can't, but I mean, yes, what person can, but for the person that's like me, that has absolutely no skill in Forge, 
the only way I'm going to know about these game or these game modes or these forge maps is if I know someone. Like, yeah. what if you're what if you're like the uh, mid to late thirty something, early forty something um, gamer dad that only gets to play Halo two or three times a week? You know, after the kids go to bed, after the wife goes to bed, and you've just got a couple of hours that you just want to play some games. Yeah. You probably don't have a lot of friends that are like in the know of how like what's going on in halo and you know you don't care if there's weapons tuning you don't care if there's an update an update is just an inconvenience you know for for someone that's wanting to play right then and there so that's yeah. one of the that's one of the things that well, makes me so they haven't cool. been updated anything they push no. an update and you go oh cool there's a four gig update what does this change nothing oh. it feels fill, and plays exactly the same shot registration is still broken melee still don't count the game still lags and stutters and drops you out and like i just like i said i've i've officially put the put the t-shirts away because there's I mean, there's nothing i mean we we had the the avenging crusade uh memorial stream a couple of weeks ago and yeah. we were playing uh we were playing the master chief collection so that means that I haven't played Halo Infinite. Fuck me, eight, nine months, ten months. You know, I I've played through the campaign. I mean, I got it day one, just like every other Halo fan. Uh, yeah. Downloaded it day one, jumped straight into the into the um, the campaign. Enjoyed the campaign for what it was. I I, I actually kind of liked it. It was fun. I don't um, think I even finished it, to be honest. The, the boss level, the final level was 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 pretty challenging, and I, I like that. I think it, it was really good. Um, and then I jumped into the multiplayer, and it just it just doesn't feel like Halo. It's the same argument that I had with Halo 5. It, it just feels like they've wanted to shoehorn all of these other things, these other mechanics, these other movements, these other things that you can do, different weapons and armor abilities. They've shoved all this stuff into the game, and it's just completely taken away what has made Halo Halo for me. Yeah. So it's just like <clears throat> no, it's a whole it's a whole new game. And the problem you have with that is like you have a ton of people that support Halo are the ones that used to play it. So you're trying to get all these veterans and people that know what the core identity of what Halo should feel like. Right. You're you're trying to push them into this new avenue of it's modern shooters are different now. That's not how games are anymore. It's all about microtransactions and seasons and this and that and the core is different and it's faster and you want sprint and all this. But the problem is, not only are you trying to push Halo away from what made it great and make it just like every other shooter out there with a Halo skin, the other problem is it's so broken and so lacking in content that you you can't keep anyone interested. It's not enough to bring in new players and it's not enough. It's too far in the wrong direction for all the old players. And like nobody is having a good time. Nobody's having fun playing Halo. I haven't. I don't. I don't follow the the Halo world um, as much as you do. But let me ask you this question: mm -hmm. in your in your perusings along Twitter and and other and other social media outlets, have you found anybody? that said, you know what, I'm going to give this Halo Infinite a try. Never played Halo, uh, I'm, but I'm going to give it a try. And then they new give people? it a try. Yeah, new people. But new people that come out, come on and say, I mean, we've, we've probably ran into new people, but new people that come on and say, 
wow, this is this is amazing. This is unique. This is something completely different than I've ever played. I just can't believe. I, I hate that I didn't play Halo Four or 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 you know Halo Two or whatever. Like I regret that decision. You know, have you met anybody that that has that has like crossed over to be a Halo fan because of Halo Infinite? No, like I don't know anybody. I know people that have bought it for like their kids mm-hmm. that have never experienced Halo before, and they tried it and they didn't like it. See, that's, uh, that's, I, that's I haven't cool. heard any, I haven't heard anyone say that they enjoy it. Pros don't like it. Veterans don't like it. Brand new people, you know, ranging from eight to twenty years old or whatever, that have just never touched it for whatever reason. No, nobody likes it. <laughs> well, and that's that's really concerning to me. And maybe. <clears throat> Maybe I'm, you know, uh, maybe I'm the, well, who was it, the, 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 the saying the, the, the sky is falling and, and all, you know, that type of. Um, Kanye? Oh, yeah, that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a shame that I will never be able to see myself playing video games. There's my Kanye. Um, but, you know, maybe, maybe I'm just an alarmist. But if you, if you're losing your core players, mm. if you're losing your veteran players, you're losing your long time, you know, like me, for example, um, that play Halo because it's a fun story and, you know, the campaign or the uh, multiplayer is pretty fun. If you're losing those players and you're not generating new players to come and play, you're not going to not going to last long. You know, it's just like any other business. If I can't if I can't keep my old customers and I can't bring in new customers you know, I'm going to be out of business soon. Yeah. And, and, and that's really concerning. And, and I really hope that if that happens, you know, it's inevitable. All businesses will probably go out of business at some point in time. Um, yeah. But I just really don't want it to be Halo Infinite to be the last thing that, that's like Halo is known for. And that sucks, you know. Uh, but because of that, like I said, you know, I put the t-shirts away. I got out my one Call of Duty t-shirt that, like, I don't know, somebody bought for me. Like, oh, it's a gaming t-shirt. John will like it. Um, you know, not knowing that yeah. for years we pooped yeah, on Call of Duty for good reason. don't like Call of Duty. And yeah. it still has the same problems. We'll talk about it in a minute. Uh, I do want to mention, because you don't follow Halo. Uh, no, and I, not we've anymore. been We've been not saying anymore. this for years, and people kept telling me, that's not an issue. It's not a thing. Uh 343 has lost another veteran. Tom French has left the company. Really? Yeah. He left the company a week ago, two weeks ago. He's no longer with 343 either. Uh, And I've been saying this for years. As they kept losing more and more people, the majority of the pro team gone, like, that's concerning. And people have been saying for years, literally since 2020, uh, 2019 even, when they started losing you know, main directors, studio directors. I was like, that's concerning. People go, oh, that happens all the time in the industry. Uh, okay, one or two are here and there, not repeatedly again and again and again. Now, Tom French was the uh, creative director over multiplayer, just left. Has he, now, has he said anything? Has he gone to social media explaining why he's left, or are we just uh, completely like in the dark? The same thing that they've all said, new opportunities. All right, yeah. So in other words, they're tired of the bullshit and they left. Got it. Yeah, which again makes me worried that 
it's upper management, maybe not even within 343, maybe at Microsoft. Whoever's running things, nobody's happy. No, like, you don't, you don't work on Halo for freaking, you know, 15 years and then just go, eh, I'm done now. I'm tired of it. Like, I guess you can, but it's just... Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess you can, but you know, one would think that you would have a good reason as to better opportunities because, I mean, let's be real... If you're working at, if you've worked at a at a major development studio for 15 years, you're making really good money. Yeah. So they just keep losing more and more people. At the same time, they keep hiring on new people. And so I did hear a rumor though, because I do follow quite a few people in the industry. I did hear a rumor uh, when the Tom French thing was announced. Uh, somebody had said uh, a, a person I trust. I'll say that. Uh, had mentioned how he's been hearing rumors for like a year now that uh, Microsoft is restructuring how 343 is going to work. It's 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 going to be not exactly like Call of Duty, but sort of how 343 is going to be the main entity that outsources projects to everyone else to make Halo stuff. So certain affinity will make like right now how they're well, it hasn't been confirmed, but how they're making the Battle Royale mode. And then, you know, this other studio, they'll be working on the multiplayer, and this other studio will be working on Fort. And, like, they'll kind of outsource, and 343 will be the management, and, you know, the the studio that dictates and has the, you know, penultimate say on everything. But uh, I've heard I've heard that's been a rumor for quite a few months, and... People are saying that it must be true now that Tom French has left and they just keep losing more and more. It seems like they're, you know, it, that could be true. Right. Who knows? They nobody they never tell anything. That's another problem that 343 and Microsoft has always had. They don't explain. They aren't transparent. They don't tell us what the fuck's going on. They just, they let the rumor mill fucking go to town and just start burning through every worst case scenario until it's gospel online because you haven't, you know, disproven it otherwise. It, it's kind of insane that they still haven't learned that silence and ignoring your entire community doesn't do anything for you. Not anymore. That's not the way to play. Yeah, and there's there's no there's no fix to that. There's no, it's going to get better. You know, it's... No. You know, it it is going to take a type of restructuring for it to actually make a difference, and yeah. you know that's uh, that's Which maybe good. and maybe that's why they're doing restructuring because it fell off so quickly within three months. You know, maybe earlier this year they went, all right, maybe we need to restructure and just outsource and do like we're doing with the battle royale, but do that for everything. Let's bring on multiple studios and work on multiple projects. Uh, which I heard that's what they're oh, doing shit. anyways. Hang on. I've heard I've heard rumors of all kinds of stuff. We don't what? need the live stream. Fuck it. We won't do it live. <laughs> why it just did that. Um Yeah, plain right. reach is much better than Infinite Rabble. Yeah. I agree. But it's yeah, just it it really does. The We haven't given up on Halo. I've given up on Microsoft and 343 ever being able to do something competent. And the problem is all this restructuring they're doing, they're still going to be in charge. 
they're still making all the final decisions and they're still going to have many of the same problems. They refuse to change. I mean, look at look how many games they've done now where they just refuse to go back to the core of Halo. We thought they were going to do it with Infinite. In you know early days and the beta and all the rumors and stuff we'd seen earlier, we really thought that they were going to go back uh, and make a Halo that felt more like the old Halos. But they just didn't. It's still a modern shooter with a, a Halo skin. I think one of the things that just kind of uh, blow my mind with the fact that it is... Remember when we were like really big into Splitgate? Yeah. Remember that, that felt more like Halo than Halo had felt in a decade? Yeah, because it was just fun. Now, I'm, I've always been a competitive player, but they're trying to make Halo too competitive. They're focused so much on competitive, the game's not fun to play. It's not enjoyable. Right. They're, they're still doing the same things that we've been saying forever. They try to focus on competitive, but force it to also work for casuals, and then neither enjoy it. Like, every map having uh, how the new spawns work, where, you know, where the weapons go in the little weapon locker or whatever. Right. It, it limits how many weapons are on maps. So, like, there's not a ton of stuff to go for anymore. So you'll have this map where it's just, like, two commandos and, like, two maulers and then a rocket launcher. That's all that's on the whole map. The right. rocket launcher only comes up once every three minutes. The maulers and the commandos are up, you know, every minute and a half or whatever it is after it's picked up, like, that's not fun. It's a competitive layout that you're trying to push on casuals that the competitive people don't even want. Like, 99% of the competitive community that I follow on Twitter does not like the stupid weapon lockers. They want to go back to weapon spawns, and especially having their own weapon choices that they'd rather have instead of being forced to sometimes use a commando or sometimes use an AR or this or that, you know, the same argument they've been having since fucking Halo 4 with loadouts and then Halo 5 when they forced them to use pistols and AR for competitive mode. Well, it comes back to what we've been what we've been saying that would do a big that would make a big difference in fixing Halo would be to separate out the casuals and and the and the sweaties. Yeah. You know, it it worked or... great. It worked great in in Halo 3. But the counter to that is, you know, if you if you go to all the trouble of separating out your sweaties and your casuals, you're not going to have much of a uh, a population anymore because you don't have a lot of population to begin with. Yeah. You know, well, we've talked about that too. How they didn't have playlists at the beginning, so everyone got bored of playing the two modes that they had that already weren't fun, and that now they'll never have the population to support more playlists. <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it's just this like snowballing effect of okay they didn't have it in the beginning so they've lost their player base and they need the player base to create more game types but then you need more players to play those game types so you can create more interest in getting making more play uh, yeah. game types and it's just this never ending like two well, steps forward or one step forward two steps back and it, it didn't have forge and I know forge has only been with Halo since Halo three it's right. not at the core of Halo. But what Halo 1 and Halo 2 had, uh, well, especially back in the day, uh, the reason it was fun, the, the game was set up very well to be a party shooter. 
everyone come over to Jason's house. Fucking 16 of us are going to hook up and play the shit out of fucking Blood Gulch or something. And right. it was fun as shit because you're all in each other's house. Halo 3, moving more to online, had the benefit of Bungie was smart enough, or whether it was an accident or they're just, you know, one of the best developers around. I mean, look at their success with Destiny. Even as uh, upset as we are with how that went, still successful. Uh, they made Forge, which took, all right, now how do we make it fun for people only playing online? You don't have that benefit of being in people's houses and screaming, oh, fucking got you, and that extra factor of what makes it right. enjoyable, a good, fun experience. Uh, so they had Forge, and that made a whole new thing. Now we're, now we're having parties online where we're all gathering up and playing silly, ridiculous customs and forge maps and all this stuff, and it's a fucking blast. Uh, I forget who said it originally. Was it Frankie? No. Who was it? That I forget. We talked about it a few episodes ago. One of the main creators on the original Hadles from Bungie. I can't remember if it was Frankie or not. I don't remember. But he said... Halo is a party shooter, and that's literally what it is. Halo's been fun because it was made to be fun. And right away with Halo 4, they started to get away from that. They're like, let's make it a competitive Call of Duty type arena shooter and get away from the fun and get away from the Forge. Uh, I'm pretty sure Forge was delayed with Halo 4, was it not? Mm -hmm. I, I know 1,000% it was with Halo 5, but I couldn't remember back to Halo 4 if Forge wasn't in there. I, I, think, I think it was, but it wasn't delayed long. I mean, it's I think only like they, a month or two. Yeah, I, think. I was like, I think, I think, you know, the game came out, you know, around election day, and by the beginning of the year, it was basically all that you were going to get minus new DLC and yeah, and but and stuff like that. It people still played it because it was still it was still fun. It was different. It wasn't the Halo feel, but it was enjoyable. And having Forge at the beginning, while you still had a player count and giving people the ability to make their own maps and customs and stuff. We had, you know, some good times playing customs and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Then with Halo 5, they went further into competitive, and they thought in their mind that forcing even more competitive and casuals to play the exact same thing and delay Forge even more, if I remember right, it was like six months delayed with Halo 5. I, I, don't, think I, made, I don't think I made it that long playing it. Yeah, and now now here we are in Halo Infinite. It was a full year after initial release that forges out. Like they they just don't understand. That'd be like Mario Party, right? Let, Nintendo announces, "Hey, the new Mario Party's coming out. It's going to be a good time." Oh, by the way, uh right now you can only use the main menu and you can you can only play the mini games. That we don't have any of the boards out right now. You can't use the boards or play the game how it's meant to be played or you know, the core of what it is. Right. Uh, we 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 know you understand what Mario Party is, but we promise when it comes out, it's going to be so good. It's going to be the best version uh, that we've ever had, and you're going to have the ability to make your own boards. It's going to be so fun. Uh, like Nintendo's smart enough to realize if they do that, nobody will buy it. And by the time they release and update that fucking thing to give you the ability to play, you know what it is—the identity of Mario Party—there would be no players left to support the update. Just right. how Halo is. They're again yep. only they only hit like two thousand concurrent players on Steam. I don't have a way to look at the Xbox numbers because Microsoft doesn't publish that. Yeah, they hide uh, that pretty well. It has two thousand viewers on Twitch right now, but so does D and D. So does podcasts. 
Like there, there's nobody watching it. Nobody's interested in it. It's they fucked up. You know, we, the hard part is like, it's so simple. It's literally everything comes back to, it's just a party shooter that needs to be fun. We always blame like, Oh, it's the sprint or this or that. They're completely missing the basic point of it needs to be a party shooter. Right. It needs to be Mario party with guns. It needs to be fun as fuck to uh, go to my buddy's house and hook four of us up on one Xbox, or it needs to be fun as fuck hooking 16 of us up online. And uh, right now you can kind of do that. I mean, again, we're a year after release and there's so little interest in it. There's some cool stuff coming out of Forge, but again, there's no playlist for it. There's no, no, the only way is like for Bunge to hit us all up, which he's hit me up several times. He's run some custom nights, but I'm just, I, I just don't want to play the game. It's not fun. Well, it's, it really has lost its flavor. Yeah. It, it, and again, it really, and again, really that not only is interest not there, when I do log in and we're playing party games and whatever, when the game crashes and when melees don't count and shots don't count, any little bit of what I would have fun is now no longer fun. It's a frustrating experience. Yep. Everyone were playing bullshit made up games. The game is not ready. It's not finished. It's super buggy and it's not fucking fun. Nope. It's just, no. it's just unfortunate. It's... I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't think there's, I don't think there's a solution. No, not for yeah. infinite. I don't even know if mm. for another halo. I don't know. Well, see, that's the problem, is that, that Infinite was supposed to be their 10-year program. Yeah. You know, it, it, was supposed to, it was supposed to have 10 years of content, and if we have to wait a year to get Forge, what the fuck are we going to get next year at this time? Like, what's going to be, like, are we going to get... Uh, well, is that well, when they, we'll finally get, like, uh, uh, you know, ranked in social, or is that when we'll finally get... Um, uh, you, you know, a player or a community generated playlist. You know, it, yeah. we have to wait that long to get. You know, it, it's it's just not good when you have to wait that long. And then see, then you have to rehype your community, and yeah. that's that's the next problem. Is if you don't, you know, if you don't continuously keep, and keep your player base engaged, they're gonna go find something else to play. Well, and they don't engage their community again. They stay yeah. silent. They don't tell us what's going on. They don't tell us what's coming. They won't come out and go, yeah, we fucked up. Literally, play it if you want. It's not going to be good for like a year. Let, let's just, if they just came out and said that, said, yeah. we're working on things. It is going to suck for like a year. We really want it to be good. We're going to do a big release. We're going to put a pause yeah. on uh, battle passes and seasons that you can play the game if you want. We're going to leave it online, but we're going to really overhaul and work on on the back end, get Forge released. We're going to make a bunch of new playlists and just, like that's the only way you ever get re attention again. You can't do all these small little patches where you barely change anything, especially no. when they're they're every six months and you barely change anything. <laughs> yeah, that too. You but, might as well wait. Fucking, they have to do kind of what they did with Master Chief Collection. Just let it, you know, let it fester like a wound that's just not healing. Yeah, let it fester. Let it suck for fucking five years <laughs> when everyone's forgot. Then all of a sudden release a really big update, completely change how the game works and everything about it. 
and, and maybe you'll get some players back. I just, I mean, we've said what? a thousand times, and I feel like I, I'm I gonna stop beating a dead horse. But hey, I don't think Halo will ever be back. Well, I, I think the other problem that they're facing now is an aging population of players. You know, yeah. they like I said earlier, they they have a limited amount of time that they they can play. They want to get the most bang for their buck, and and nobody's playing it. I yeah. mean, everybody's moved on to something else. They're playing. Yeah. They're you playing. have like you have like us old people that play one or two hours a day, and you have the new crowd that they play a lot. But you'll never compete with Fortnite or Roblox or Minecraft, or you'll never be able to compete with them as Halo. No, no not as Halo. I mean, there's there's nothing there that's going to. There's nothing about Halo that that is going to speak to the younger generation. Nothing. Yeah. No. Um, you know, Halo so. came Halo came about during a time when there was really nothing out there like it. And it was just like the perfect storm, perfect timing of, you know, what gaming could be. Now, yeah. today, you've got all these other amazing multiplayer games that just blow, just blow Halo out of the water. Blow most multi, uh, multiplayer games out of the water. I yeah. mean, there's, being a gamer today, there's so much to choose from that you really have to be the cream uh, to be... You know, to to be good, to be played. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. weird that like three four three and Microsoft keep making this weird uh, choices. All right. So let let's look at Fortnite. Right. I'll, I'll give you two categories. Okay. And I feel like every game I'm going to give you is blatantly obvious what it is. But I'll give you two categories: competitive okay. or casual, just fucking giggle fun. Okay. What would you say Fortnite is? Competitive or casual fun? Oh, I mean, anymore, it, it, I see more more competitive people playing it than I do casual people, but that's me. Yeah, but they're making fun content. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, um, it's, it's, it's completely focused on fun and nonstop events and ridiculous uh, licensed skins, and it, it, it's all about being a, fun. They're not as focused on the competitive side. They have tournaments run every single day and every single weekend, so it's competitive. But they're focused on the fun of it. Well, that and they, because they have all these different skins of literally everything, you know, kids love it. You know, yeah. there's there's kids playing this game all the time. Um, alongside... I guess that's how I should have put it. Who are they, who's their target audience? Kids yeah. or adults? Kids. Or, or adults that are streamers that, that are still kids at heart. <laughs> well, like Ninja and all them, they, they have a good time and they, you know, shit talk and... I I watched him play. Uh, he he's he streams on TikTok too, and yeah. I I noted I saw it yesterday. I, I, I he popped up in my feed a couple of times, and he was playing. And the game just look, it doesn't look better or look different, but it feels so much different than it was when it first came out. Oh, it's a whole new thing. They yeah. I I wanted to talk about it too. I don't know if we'll talk about it now. We'll talk about it in a second. Yeah. It's a whole new thing with the season they just released because they moved everything to Unreal Engine 5. So it's the first game, I believe, that's on Unreal Engine 5. And it's looks completely different because now they're on the Lumen system with nanites and the, just the lighting and everything looks amazing, even on consoles. Like, uh, but uh, All right, so let's say like Apex. Okay. Are you focused on competitive adults, or are you focused on fun, casual, for 12-year-olds? Yeah, that's definitely an adult-style game. 
Yeah, that's completely competitive. Mm-hmm. Like that's very obvious. That's not for something to get on for thirty minutes a day and have a good time laughing. Mm-mm. No, you're not gonna have 30, a good time. <laughs> yeah, thirty minutes a day will get you one game if you do well. Yeah, like that. Uh, yeah. Now, here's the here's the weird one. Uh, Call of Duty, the new one. I feel like you almost have multiple modes that you could say cover multiple different variations. Well, just like, you know, I would say, you know, I would put Call of Duty with with that logic, I would put it in the same category as say Overwatch. You know, yeah. Overwatch has a very, you know, there's a very distinct separation between the sweaties of Overwatch and the casuals of Overwatch. And yeah. once again, they've created two separate playlists, play modes, call it what you want. Where you know you know what you're getting into when you go into ranked, versus mm-hmm. you know wanting to play casually, yeah. and and that's something that Call of Duty here seems like it's doing well. Yeah, well they have DMZ, which you can totally play casually and log on for 15 minutes and play one game if you want, but it's not super competitive. It can get sweaty, but for the most part, nah, not really. You just kind of get unlucky and mad. <laughs> but it's not like yeah. super sweaty not like the multiplayer uh, and especially not like Warzone Warzone's a weird middle ground because the SBMM is so I think it's just purely competitive you could try and play it casually but I think you're pushing Apex again but yeah like you're saying Overwatch they're, they're smart enough to realize alright we're not one or the other but we can't put these people together we can't have the dad that's taking care of his kids and the house and his job logging in for an hour and trying to get money from him. Number one, they did a good job making the new one free to play. That's smart. It's unfortunate that literally you can't buy anything for less than $25. <laughs> That's also true. Uh, but yeah, like you said, they're smart. D, this is the competitive side. If you want to do that, you can go for it. But this is the casual side. You can literally log on Overwatch and have, uh, have a pretty decent time. Just, mm-hmm. you know, depending what map and what mode you get. You might get some sweaties, but for the most part, you can just kind of casually play it. Yeah. Well, I, what I noticed about it like, last night, we you know we I played with a group uh, last night that yeah. that ranged from ultra ultra casual ultra casual. Excuse me, um, they're just there for their friends. It, they they're not that good, um, and they don't really care. It's more about I'm having fun with my friends. To I can I feel like I get pretty sweaty when I play Overwatch. Like I've I watch, you know, I do watch the videos on on how to play certain characters and, you know, places that you can do this, do this or do that on on maps. And and if there's if there's a competitive game, if there's a game out there that I want to play competitively, it would be Overwatch because I really, really like that game. Um, So we had everything from one to the other, you know, both sides of the gambit. And it was we had a complete party of five people of all different varying skill types. And. We probably won. We won more than we lost. Yeah, you know. So I mean, so we're doing better than fifty percent. You know, but you're still having and, a good time, right? Yeah, and we're still and we're having a great time doing it. You know, even even the people that aren't playing that well, or you know, don't have a full handle on the game, or in some cases, like the people were doing last night, they were trying out new characters. You know, yeah. they were like, "Oh, I don't play this guy. Let me try this person out." And we were still doing okay. We were still holding our own. And, and we had some really good games where we absolutely pooped on the other team. Um, yeah. And then there was, there was like one or two games that, 
you know, we, we all we got a little pooped on. <laughs> but <laughs> that's something I think Overwatch does really, really well. And it appears on the surface that Call of Duty is doing really well. Is they're taking both their, you know, their both both their aside and both facets of their player base and giving something for everyone to play. Yeah, and that's something that you know, beating the horse. That's something that Halo just it, it can't do. It doesn't have enough player base for it to be able to do that. Yeah, that's the hard part. I mean, they could have done it from the beginning again, but I feel like. It's so easy to define define to the difference while you're playing. Maybe not as a de- from the developer side. It might be harder to separate and say what is what is fun or not. I feel like from the player side, it's so easy to say what's competitive and what's uh, casual. I feel like if you can get on and you're not really like sweating and like calling out, you might be calling out and be like, "Oh, he's on the roof" or whatever. But you're not. That's not a hundred percent of your com- conversation. You might be talking about the pizza you had the other day or the, the post you saw on Facebook about what Kanye said or fucking, mm-hmm. and you're just kind of laughing and playing along. And then every now and then, Oh, oh on me, on me. But yeah. for the most part, you just kind of, it's a social gathering that you're just all playing the same thing at the same time. But, and it still sucks to lose and it's still fun to win, but that's not really the focus of it. The focus of it is the, the, the social made aspect. Along the way. Yeah. It, it, it's harder to enjoy games casually by yourself because of that. Yeah. Because you're missing the social aspect and you're trying to just get on for 20 minutes by yourself and have a good time. And some people, (laughs) and some people that's all they want to do. Um, you know, a a friend of mine who is an avid gamer, um, has no desire to play online. He's like, you know, there's, there's the games for you though. You don't play multiplayer game. You play Mm. God or Skyrim or Mm -hmm. yeah, they're, that's, his, that's his game of choice. Yeah. You know, or or Minecraft because he's got kids. Oh, but, you, you know, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I just. But Halo doesn't have, like you said, it doesn't have that mix, especially with how harsh and how limited their SBMM, uh, their skill based matchmaking has been from the beginning. Uh, well, when you every have game small... you play is fucking a sweat fest, and you're like, I'm just trying to chill. What the? Fuck? Yeah. Well, I mean, when you have such a small player base, you know, it, it's it's your 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 matchmaking pool is going to be incredibly limited. It's, yeah. Well, even at the no beginning when they you... had two hundred thousand players, it still yeah. felt the same. Every game felt fucking sweaty. It's like, like I said, I, I just think it's time to to pack it in on Halo for a bit. You know, we'll probably... you, know why every, you know why everything felt sweaty at the beginning? Because we were all ranked the same. So the social mm-hmm. matchmaking, skill-based matchmaking didn't work. And because you had us all in only two playlists, the only choice is for the casuals to go up against the extremely competitive because the competitive didn't have a separate playlist to be separated from and go play their own thing. Because again, 3-4-3 and... three, three doesn't realize. That's, if, imagine if Overwatch had one playlist and they didn't separate terrible. their... And you... Every other game would be a fucking nightmare. You'd be getting shit on. You'd not be having a good time. <laughs> Especially if you're going in with your friends. You know, it would be... Well, yeah, uh, and it takes the highest ranked player and just you all get to face that now. Yeah. And and but that, that'd be terrible. That would be absolutely terrible. And nobody, and, and nobody enjoys that. that. That's no fun for anybody. You know, your, your casuals are getting absolutely shit on. 
So they're they're not going to have a good time, you know. Uh, if they're constantly dying, or you know, they're getting outplayed by some. Uh, I, I watched a video earlier today that was on. Um, I can't remember the name of the. I don't know the name of. It. But it's got the it's got the hole in the middle, but it's the one that if you fall down it, there's another level, and you have to like come back up to the top. In Overwatch. In Overwatch, there's it's um, it kind of looks like a library. And in the middle of the in the middle of the map, there's a square area where all the combat because that's the because you have to hold that zone for the however long it takes. And there's a hole in the there's a hole in the, in the middle of the map, and it has oh, a if you, yeah I know what you're talking yeah about. And, if you, and if you fall through <laughs> it, you don't die. You just end up on another level where there's never any combat uh, because there's nothing ever happens down there. But you yeah. have to make your way up. And the whole the whole purpose of the video was this guy playing Roadhog with his chain. And every time Reinhardt would walk into the room, he'd grab him and throw him in the in the middle. And it's a great strategy because you're taking <laughs> your your biggest tank completely out of the game. Yeah, like, he has to go all the was, way back around and come up again. Yeah. And I mean it was it was equivalent to one shotting him and making him respawn. Like <laughs> that was you know, that and I don't think he, he I don't think he ever died. That's the shitty part. Is this was all one life over the course of probably ten minutes. Uh, his every... chain probably comes back up by the time he comes oh, up again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the chain. Yeah, exactly. You know, so it's literally by the time that by the time he walks back onto the end of the room, Roadhog's grabbed him and throw him back into the middle. And I'm sitting here going, <laughs> okay, this is you know, from from a from a competitive standpoint, from a gaming standpoint, that is e- extremely effective because yeah. your your biggest best tank is completely invalidated, and meanwhile, not only is the Roadhog. <laughs> Able to completely fuck this Reinhardt, he's also able to he's he's killing other players too. So it 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 eventually becomes basically a four on five because yeah. the Reinhardt's just not doing anything. So I'm thinking about this is I'm like I'm ho- I hope that this is a competitive game because if this is a casual game, yeah, I would not be f- playing anymore. <laughs> no, he's not going to play anymore because I mean. But then again, you know, he was also not changing his character. Like he just like I said, the entire time of the game. Yeah. Or his strategy. Yeah, he wasn't changing his strategy. He wasn't changing, um, you know, his character. He wasn't adjusting to the situation at all. And it's like, this has to be so goddamn frustrating. Yeah. That, and, you know, and this and this and it could be and, and this could be a, this could be a casual that is that's the only character he knows. That's the only character he likes. You know, he's only on for a few hours a day, if if that. So he's like, I want to play some Reinhardt, and then he spends an entire game just getting just trolled. Yeah, you know, and and that's that's the way it would be. Uh, you would have your sweaties would have, they have no fun because they can't get sweaty. Because if you're just shitting on every team you play, you know you're not getting that 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 sweat feeling that you're after. Um, and as a casual, you have no chance of winning. Hell, this Reinhardt didn't even have a chance to play. Yeah, you know, let alone a chance to win. I'm surprised uh, he didn't leave. <laughs> yeah, but no, he stuck it out. Give fucking give him credit. <laughs> I mean, on him. that might have been his one game. He was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna hop on and just play one game." Yeah, and exactly. Like, Fuck, I don't want to get off. Uh, God damn it, he got me again. Yeah, and it was just, <laughs> and I mean, the Roadhog was really good because it didn't matter where Reinhardt came in on the map. It didn't matter if he came on using his shoulder charge or his shield, or it just didn't matter. You know, he was able. To, uh, Reinhardt was a complete hard counter. I mean, uh, Roadhog was a complete hard counter to him. And there was just nothing you could do, and 
just I, I just thinking about that is like, okay, that's fun from the Roadhog side, you know, that made great content. That's a great video. Um, well, that's where your skill based matchmaking comes in. That, uh, that I think we've pretty much said now that like our stance is we want it, but it needs to be reasonable. It needs to, it needs to be averaged. Yeah, it needs that, to be averaged. The, if you're not in a ranked playlist, it needs to be averaged. Don't take the top guy and put us all against all his skilled players unless well, we're in ranked. Well, and, and ranked is something completely different because ranked already does it right. Say Apex, for example, um, all of the bronzes play each other, all the diamonds play each other, all the silvers play each other. You know, you don't, you don't get uh, masters playing bronzes yeah. because there's well, no... No, it doesn't you know, happen. Apex, it, I mean, it, it uh, does. when you play ranked... Which makes sense for ranked. There's, I don't know if there's a way you could do it in casual, but Apex and ranked, you, I can't, I can't even log in with you if you're more than one rank ahead of me. Right. If you're two ranks ahead of me, I can't even play with you in ranked. Right. And and that's the way ranked should be because it's all about getting better and moving up the line. And yeah. you know, so you're yeah, not skill is actually. It means something. Yeah, it means something, but but that's that's what you can't it, that's, do that in casual. But they need no. to fix because you don't want that situation happening with the Reinhardt every time. You don't want him running into people way better. So you need a version of skill based matchmaking, but you can't I make think, it so strict that the, I think the problem that, with Halo is the entire design of Infinite, and it felt like the same in Halo Five. The entire design of their matchmaking system is meant to make every game end at a 48.50. Mm -hmm. Whether it's casual or ranked or not. It's designed to put everyone together to figure out, all right, if I put one Onyx with three silvers, he's going to have to fucking try his little fucking heart out, but the game is going to be real close. It's going to be 50 to 48. They're still going to lose. The Onyx is going to lose. But I don't care about that. The game was close, and that was my job. That's their entire algorithm. It's been like that since... Uh, I don't think it was as bad in Halo 4... If I remember right, it was much. And very rarely did we have close games in Halo Four. Yeah, yeah. You, it was all over the place. We'd have a roll, we'd get rolled. We'd had some close ones. It was all over the place. There wasn't even a pattern. In Halo Five and, and Infinite, there's literally a pattern. If you win by a lot, the next one you're going to get rolled. And and after that, you're going to have five games in a row where it's fifty to forty-eight. And and, <laughs> and mystery hits the nail on the head. And I hope he was. I hope he was listening to the, the to the um, podcast earlier when we said that you know, Halo isn't that at all. Halo's a party shooter, and taking that warthog and seeing where in the hell you can stick it is yeah. part of the game. You know, if you are splattering someone, you know those are uh, that's that's what makes Halo Halo. So trying to you know cram a competitive scene into it without separating them. Yeah, well, Halo like, Three. I was like, Halo Three did it unbelievably well. No, it was so fun, and I swear, I I had this thought the other day that another problem they changed. I swear, the new Halos, the spawn time is like eight or nine seconds, right? Something like that. It, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't Halo Two, Halo Three, wasn't it like three or four seconds? I think so. Wasn't it, was... it much much faster, and you were back in the action? Yeah, you were you were back in the action, but it was also a matter of those. Some of those maps were so fucking big, you know, like um, what became Valhalla in Halo Four. It was that map in Halo Three. Um, you know, it was like five v five, and that map would have done very well 
you know, playing an eight on eight or a 10 on 10. So you needed a, you know, a three or four second respawn time just so you could get back into the game. Otherwise, if it's four V four and you take one person out and they've got 10, 15 seconds to respawn plus 10 or 15 seconds of running across the map. Yeah. Um, it, you know, the, the, it's not hard to swing a game into just an out, you know, outright route. Um, Well, they took it away because, again, they were focused on competitive and they were like, oh, it's no fun when you can die and just immediately get back into the game. Okay, yeah, maybe in a ranked game or maybe in a MLG game where you're trying to have a a four-man team of pros take over a map, you can't take over a map when spawns are so quick that they're back in the action. It was as if they were never gone. But in the casual aspect... Uh, they changed so many things about Halo. One, I swear, the spawn timer, and it completely changes how the game feels. Mm-hmm. Now you can get steamrolled because your spawn timer is so long, it lets them take control of the map. Exactly. And it makes it more competitive and less casual. The other thing they changed is they took away a ton of the fun weapons. Remember back in the day, there used to be like two rockets or two snipers or mm-hmm. and a fuel rod cannon and a this and a that and a mongoose and a fucking ghost and a... All kinds of shit. That was fucking fun as shit for casual. Oh, he's got the... Mo- I got the rockets. Oh, I got the f- fucking fuel rod. Yeah. Oh, there's fucking three bubble shields on this map. Fuck it. Why not? Like, mm-hmm. that was fun as fuck. And then they were like, well, that's not very competitive. So we're going to have one sniper that you're going to have to fight for. And like, again, that's great for competitive. That's what yeah. you want for competitive. That's the way it should be. That's not what you want for when we got... Uh, fucking 8v8 going on we're just ten- trying to have a party shooter good fucking fun time we don't want to be fighting over that one sniper all day and then the one team that gets it now gets the benefit if he's got that thing fucking stacked and we're all getting spawn killed that's not fun for fucking anybody Mm-mm. like they just they they don't get it there's so many aspects every not every but uh, there's so many little choices they've made that when you break it down they literally took the fun out of the game and focused on competitive. Even like the glitches in the campaign. Every time somebody find a fun glitch, like where you could take the fucking uh, Scorpion can- cannon through the fucking campaign and they patched it out within like a week. It's like, do you guys not understand your fucking core audience? We're well, here to have fun. If I want to play a sweat fest fucking game, I'll go play Call of Duty. <laughs> well, you know, and, and Mystery makes a you know, good point about you know, only being able, you know, not being able to use the BR because there's only one on the map. Yeah, well, uh, that's another problem with the stupid weapon lockers. The, the way they I spawn, just, you can't have multiples because the, that person picked it up. The BR is such a, I think it's such a, d- a divisive gun in Halo because um, everybody's like, well, oh, it's so good, it's so good, you know, look what it can do, so we need to make it a power weapon. I, of all it's the, not, of all, It's the, not, though, if everyone has it. No. It's not a power weapon. <laughs> if but, I mean, one it fucking always... person on each team has it, then it's a power weapon. <laughs> well, that's that's the that's the reason why I liked. It's one of the reasons why I liked Halo Four so much. Was their their base loadout weapons? You could use any of them if you wanted to use the Covenant carbine. You wanted to use the uh, the needle. Or the oh fuck. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Whichever of the like each faction had its own. Um, had its own like, like two or three different weapons and you yeah. could you could mix and match which ones you liked but they were all balanced the only difference between the BR and the AR and the Covenant carbine which is my favorite um is can you hit your shots yeah because 
if you know the, the time to kill is is the same and that's yeah, the way about it the same it, yeah. it's literally the one that shoots slower does more damage so you have to hit more of your shots the one that shoots faster does you can you just have to damage. hit a majority of your shots but right. as long as you're hitting some of them again you know you know and that's and that's the way it should be for those types of you know those types of weapons and when they when they moved the br into like a power weapon slot it's like kind of dumb like, yeah. that doesn't make any sense to me. Like Mystery says, it's it's a tool. It's not a power weapon. No. You know, rocket launchers and fusion cannons and uh, the cinnamon cannon that I can't remember what it's called. And uh, those types of weapons, those are power weapons. They're explosive. They do huge damage. And then they, they take the BR and give it huge damage. And I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. That's, well, a, look at like... that's a standard issue weapon in, in the Halo lore. And I'm a lore person with Halo. The BR is just as common as an AR is just as common as the DMR. You know, yeah. it's it, it's not something that's a specialty weapon. You no. know, you're not you're not gonna you're not gonna send a, a four man squad of Spartans into combat with everybody has rocket launchers. That's not effective. But you, know, you give them. You might have one guy with a rocket launcher, but the rest of them have a variety of ARs, BRs, and DMRs. Yeah. So, well, and that's. Makes no fucking sense to me. With them taking weapons off the map. Like, imagine, like, Valhalla, right? Because Valhalla had the, the, the laser in the middle, mm -hmm. and then each side got snipes and BRs, mm -hmm. and then there were shotguns on each. Uh, and then on the sides, what was there? Wasn't there a, a turret on the one side? And then the other side had, like, a needler or something? Yeah. And there was but, DMRs, and then... But it was uh, balanced. Yeah. That's but the there, But there was a ton of fucking weapons for you to go pick what your favorite tool was. But if somebody else had one, you know, you could still get one. You could be like, I like the fucking BR. I'm going to get the BR. I like the DMR. You could get the DMR. It wasn't, well, the one guy on our team that keeps grabbing it the entire game has it, so the rest of us just don't have it, I guess. Right. Well, and that was what I, you know, the way with with Halo 3 was, yeah, everybody started out with an AR pistol. But then you 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 pepper the map with all the different types of weapons that, you, that the people want to use, and... They can go get them, and then you have Halo Four, where they put all of those put all of those weapons into your loadouts, yeah. which is what I liked. I mean, I'm in the minority. Most people hate Halo Four. I loved it. Um, you know, you could build, you could really customize your Spartan. You could give them special Spartan abilities, and and there was like passive abilities, and there was you know more you know all these other loadouts and stuff. And you had all you had on the map was power weapons. And it was a matter of like, okay, you know, this group is going to rush for the cinnamon cannon, and this group is going to rush for um, one of the other, you know, one of the other power weapons, maybe the grenade launcher or something. Um, yeah. They, but they, but they balanced, they balanced the power weapons and let you use the core weapons <clears throat> that Spartans use. But then they've they got away from something that I really, really liked in Halo Four, and then in Halo Five, and and they tried to do it in Halo Five, and it's completely gone in Infinite. Um, was they made they justified multiplayer with the lore, you know? In Halo Four, all of your combat that you had in multiplayer, well, that was just training. That was all simulated yeah. training. That's why you had red versus blue. Um, and they kind of did that in Halo Five, where you had teams where you were working together to gain certain types of armor, and and they they kind of put a lore thing behind it, kind of. Um, and then they yeah. just completely just just threw that out the door. Like the fact that we never got another season of Spartan Ops, which is a fucking shame. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know. It's just 
It's unfortunate. It, it's just not fun. That's what nope. it boils down to. It's not a good time. The glitches and the, you know, regist- hit registration and melee and all that stuff just makes it even worse. But even at its core, even if all that was fixed, which who knows when that would be fixed, it's, it's not a fun game. And I'm not saying you can't have fun on the game. I think a lot of people get that confused when I say something on Twitter like, oh, it's not, it's not fun. I'm not saying you can't have fun. The only way to have fun is load in with some friends. But we could mm-hmm. have fun playing any fucking game. We could play the worst game there is. If we got four of us all playing at the same time and laughing and making fun of and trolling, especially if proximity chat was available, is trolling and fucking with people. Uh, it's not fun, which leads us to why we're playing Call of Duty now, which well, I never thought I'd play games, Call of Duty. Yeah, speaking <laughs> of games with proximity chat, excellent segue into the most bittersweet gaming situation I've ever been in. Um, for years, <laughs> years and years. I I hated Call of Duty, mostly because even though it wasn't geared towards children, you ended up with a lot of children playing the game. And I I just, I didn't, um, I didn't like that. Um, I didn't want to play with kids. Well, I, you know, I have kids. So the last thing that I want to do when all the kids go to bed, when I want to relax is play with more kids. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're trying to take a break from yeah, <laughs> immature no, no, no. trolling idiots. <laughs> exactly, and and that's that was one of the reasons why it turned me off from Call of Duty. And and then on the other hand, you know, it had a it had a reputation for a long time of being nothing but campers. And well, that's always been my number one issue with Call of Duty from the very beginning was the time to kill. It's too yeah. fucking fast. So if you're around a corner and I come around. No matter how fucking good I am, because you got the first shot off, you won. I lost. Yeah. And that was always one of the things that I loved about Halo. I could come around a corner, be half fucking shields, half dead, and I could still outplay you and beat you. That does not happen in Call of Duty. Rarely. Mm-hmm. If I do some crazy shit and dive and do, do and out strafe you, maybe in Call of Duty. If I make you miss every single other shot that you had on me. The time to kill is so fucking fast, though. I die in three or four bullets. You got the first two off when I walked in the door. What am I supposed to do? Like So yeah, that's always why I, I didn't like it. And that's why I liked Halo and a lot of the other games that were more forgiving. The, the cool thing about the new DMZ mode, which is what we're talking about, we, we don't, we're not playing Call of Duty multiplayer. It still has the problem of time to kill is way too fucking fast. It's still camping. Yeah. And who can watch, who can watch the corner better? Who can sit in front of the doorway better? Uh, but the DMZ mode, uh, it's kind of like a BR, but more forgiving for a couple reasons. If you play it right, you literally don't even have to play against other players. As soon as other players turn up, you can fucking leave if you want. And because of proximity chat, you can even hear them before you saw them. You can hear them roll up, hear them talking, and go, yeah, right up, it's right up here. And you just go, oh, there's people here. Let's fucking get out of here. <laughs> right. Most of you're playing against AI, which are way too fucking strong and it comes back to the same problem that the time to kill is way too fast. I shouldn't walk around a corner and didn't see that there was an AI there and he downs me in half a second. Uh, But the way revives work, if you revive me 20 minutes later, you can still revive me. I think that's one of the things that really makes, really makes playing this game a lot more fun. Is yeah. the, exactly that. If something happens and 
you get nuked by a team, you know, I can I can run away, I can hide, I can sit and wait, you know, and then they're gone. And then yeah. uh, we need to get better at that, too, because I feel like sometimes we don't because we're so used to. No, I got to stick around. Oh, yeah. and then our whole team yeah. dies. Because as long as your whole team doesn't die. That was one of the things I loved about Scavengers, which so many people didn't play. Uh, it, it was the first BR that was so forgiving. If your team died, and a lot of the time when I first played it, people didn't know how it worked. And I could tell when it was a new player. Because we'd get in a fight, and I would just leave. And they'd be like, where the fuck are you going? I'm like, bro, you're going to respawn on me in a minute and a half. By me staying alive, you just respawn for free on me like that was one of the best aspects of it you didn't just get screwed because you got into a bad situation accidentally you just fucking leave uh and you're still in it and it it, it helps keep the frustration factor down i'm not saying dmz is not frustrating it's fucking oh god ultra it's incredibly frustrating. fucking frustrating <laughs> yeah but being able to just fucking leave nope out of a situation which we need to get better like all right you're, you're gonna leave just fucking survive and i'll I'll die to like protect you and leave out. We need to do that more because I feel like we'd have more successful uh, exfils if we got better at doing that. It helped if, if we had three people too. Oh, there's that. <laughs> but you know, if if that's your if that's your objective in DMZ is that you want to have um, these really successful exfils, then yeah. depends then, yeah. what you're doing, what missions it, it, or what. It, it, exfil it really or... does. It really depends on what you're wanting to do because you can go in and say, "All right, I'm." Uh, I'm really wanting to load up on new gear. Uh, I want to get some more contraband weapons or or whatever. Um, it's uh, the DMZ is the demilitarized zone is is essentially what it is. Um, yeah, it's fucking I, demilitarized my ass. Yeah, it's fucking military um, everywhere. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not. Yeah, that's the problem. Is it's not military. They're all paramilitary. All um, you know, mercenaries, guards, and that type of stuff. It's not a true military, but um. If, you, if that's what you're wanting to do is go in and get out a lot of gear, then what you're saying, yeah, that, that's a great strategy. Yeah. But let's say you just want to go in and you got a, you got your three missions and like, I'm going to complete my missions. Yeah. So you, you can know. just focus on that and ignore everything else and don't even care if you're going to exfil. I've done that sometimes. Some of the missions you're like, I have to drop a bunch of these objects in the, in this uh, dumpster on a certain part of town. I'll just go, fuck it. I'm going to go find those items. I'm going to go dump them in there. I don't give a shit when I'm sometimes I'm rolling up and like a whole team's there. I'm like, fuck it. I'm putting them in the dumpster. I don't care if I die. I want to finish this mission. Uh, it, right. That's the cool thing about DMZ too. There's so many different ways to play. You could also just completely ignore the missions and leveling up your guns and attachments and stuff and just go in to be a fucking troll. Yeah. And just ruin, ruin other people's day. <laughs> well, you know, I've, I've had such a fun time. Like right now I've been stuck on those two missions that, I just need to um I just need to like really sit down and say okay, I have to finish these. Um the only reason I even want to finish them is so I can have a second weapon slot. Yeah, uh, me I, too. I don't, I don't care about finishing the I just want that yeah. second weapon slot. So sometimes I can just go I'm going to take one in if we die, I'll have another as a backup. But then other times when we're like we want to go troll or just push teams, it'd be so nice to have two fully kitted weapons have two weapon slots but um we've we've done a poor job of explaining it for people that haven't played it or you know don't know what the new dmz mode is it's technically in beta so it's call of duty it's on the same Warzone map which is call of duty's battle royale 
Um, the difference is, uh, instead of a zone that constantly moves, there's a radiation zone that stays one size for like, what, 20 minutes, I think? I think it's, I think it's 20 minutes. Well, it stays one size for 20 minutes. Inside of that radiation zone, there's a dude called the chemist that if you go and kill him, you can get a really good gun off of him. There's but good it, loot inside the inside the radiation zone. Yeah, there's really good uh, loot in there, but it it's in radi- radiation the whole time in that zone, but it doesn't move. So you can just play around on the entire rest of the map for that first 20 minutes, and then it starts to spread. Um, but the way the game plays out, it's kind of like Tarkov, where whatever gear you take in, that's on you. If you die and drop that gear in there, you lost all that gear. So if you had a really good backpack or, you know, uh, level three armor, uh, you had a good gun or whatever, you lose all that other than your one weapon slot, which they call your insured slot. That one weapon slot you'll still have, but it goes on a cooldown. So if you die now, your insured weapon slot for two hours, you can't use that. So you got to use, uh, they call them contraband. The other weapons that you've pulled out of the game, you got to load up with one of those. Or do what Q and I do a lot of the time, just go in with your fists and just yeah. <laughs> the first AI you see, you go beat the shit out of him and take his gun. Uh, well, so, I, I mean, I wanted to just a brief mention of that insured gun. I think yeah. that cooldown is too long. Yeah. Just, especially for casual players that only have a couple of hours th- to play. I don't know. think the cooldown's too long. Well, okay. The cooldown's too long because there's not a good way to get it down. Because you can go in the next game, do a bunch of missions, complete them successfully, buy a bunch of guns, and exfil, and you still have an hour and a half left. Right. By you doing another successful infill and a couple missions, every mission and an exfil and like all that other stuff, the only thing that uh, takes your cooldown time is if you exfil with money. That's stupid. Every mission you do should reduce your cooldown time. Yeah, I would. I'd be okay with that. You know, if there's if there's another way to reduce your cool cooldown time. But I, I just look at it as from the form from the perspective of a casual of a gamer dad that only has a couple of hours to play, and you yeah. spend all well, that's this time. That's why it should. That's why it should be. Yeah. Easier to reduce. If you load in the next game and you do two or three missions successfully, you should now have that weapon available. Yeah, I agree. You should be able to die or exfil. It, it should also have a notification when you've reached your cooldown. Right. It should say, hey, weapons are now available or whatever. Right. So that you but, know, oh, whether I die or exfil right now, I can go get my gun again and get back in here. But it well, shouldn't be... What? Right now you have to play like six, seven, eight games successfully or not to get your gun back. That's too right. many. Right. And that's like I said, you've got to, you have to wait two hours which means you're going to go in and you say you start the game you start a game with your insured weapon and you play 10 15 20 minutes and you die uh okay then you leave that's the moment your cooldown starts so really before you get to use your next gun again it's another two and a half hours yeah and and for somebody that's only got two or three hours to play and they've got their favorite gun like you have the m4 and i like the m13 and if we start playing our first game and then we lose it, like we're going to probably finish up here pretty soon and we're going to go play. I'm going to have maybe two, two and a half hours before I can, before I need to go to bed. Yeah. So and if you drop it and lose it now, it's, it's gone. gone for yeah, majority of the rest of the time. Yeah. It's gone for the entire time. So I got to play one game with the gun. Yeah. And, and that, like that does, that does make it a little frustrating. Fair. Yeah. Um, they either need to, like you said, reduce the over, 
overall cooldown time, like make it half an hour or something, or have more than just one way, which is exfil with money or put money in a dumpster, have more than one way to, you know, maybe every operator you kill reduces your cooldown time by well, 10, 10 minutes. Or That's another thing that really surprises me that if you, you know, if you kill an AI or you kill a real person, you know, you get the same amount of XP. And I find that I find that really strange. Yeah, it should be uh, like a hundred times more for killing a person, or or even just a little bit more. Like, okay, if you kill an AI for a hundred XP, uh, let's kill. If you kill an operator, uh, it's two hundred XP. Yeah, well, you and know. the AI shouldn't all be equal either. Oh my god! And then that's that's a whole other issue that is that is a common theme throughout all the people <laughs> that I've seen playing this game is going the fucking the, the the AI in this game. If you like, Rabble said he looks fun. Mysteries, you know, talked about it. If you get the opportunity to play it, um, the AI is some of the toughest AI of yeah. any video they're, game that I've ever played outside of playing like legendary mode or hard they're mode. Torn, or, they're know. turned up to hardcore. They're literally, Everyone not only do they have auto aim, they will literally push you. If you're in a building, they will push from every entryway at the same time. They'll oh, yeah. They'll jump through the window, they'll come through the door, all at the same time. I don't know how they program their AI. It's. It, it, I mean, it, they play just like playing ai which then are playing real people players yeah yeah so so then okay maybe that's the reason why they're the same skill level or the same xp because they're essentially the same skill but they don't miss their shots like yeah. they, they I mean they're you know, there's no running zigzagging and yeah. diving trying to get away they're gonna hit you every time well and they they're they run away and they go hide behind cover and the the one dudes that drop smoke constantly are fucking annoying and they have armor and like yeah they move so similar to players Literally every single game you play, you is that a player or an AI? I can't fucking yeah. tell. <laughs> and, and I mean, and even if it's like, oh, it's just AI, yeah, there's probably a half a dozen to ten of them, which is just worse. I'd rather play play against three operators than I would, you know, ten AI because I mean that's yeah. terrifying. Here comes a truckload of AI. You're you're gonna be ruined. You need to move. Yeah, and it's it's I've. Uh... It makes you play, you have to play so, you have to check every corner. You have to play like it's real war, like you're in a war zone. Every single mm -hmm. check, check your corners, look on roofs. You have to be so cautious because in an instant, you, you'll just be down and be like, oh, all right, I guess there's 40 AI guys here. So that's <laughs> the one, that's the one frustrating thing. It's rumored, and I haven't been able to confirm it, but I've had a lot of people say that it really feels like it's rumored that there's literally skill-based matchmaking for the AI. Because I swear they weren't this strong when we first started. But I don't it also think they were. It also could be they've just patched and updated them and made them, you know, harder for everyone. But uh, I've seen across the board, everyone is talking about it, that the AI is way harder. The more successful X feels and the more they play, the harder the AI gets. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. And I mean, it's it's challenging, and it makes. I mean, you could take the other players, you could take the other real, you know, live players out of the game, and just fill it with just AI to com and complete missions and stuff like that, and it would still be a great game, and it would still be incredibly challenging. Um, yeah. you know, it's having still be super fun. Yeah, having having other players on the map adds a adds a really unique flavor to the game, and of course, like we've said, adding adding in proximity chat is. Is was a huge. It's the reason why I started playing it, you know. And and after I started playing it, I became more of like, okay, with or without party chat, this is a really good, well balanced game. 
Um, Time to Kill is a little rough. Um, But even even with that, the gunplay is good. Um, There's there's guns out there for every single style. There's 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 uh, categories of guns and each category of gun has the ability to, you know, if you don't have any experience with that weapon, there's one there that you can find that you like. Um, I've never been a sniper guy. I've never liked playing the sniper position. It's just never been that, you know, I like to run and shoot. Um, but every one of the snipers in the game is like, it's really good. Um, like last night where I, when I was playing with the signal 50, uh, yeah. it was, a, it was a lot of fun. It's like, I'm going to, I know that Oreo is going to go up and he's going to hit his shots and he's going to make good decisions up close. And I can sit on top of a building and give him cover. He can fight off the operators while I'm dealing with the AI. Um, yeah, no, it's it's really fun. I, it is. It's and, nice and that it's, there's so many different ways to play it. That's right. That's the nice thing that it's one mode that fits so many people, and they were smart the way they've done that. Whereas some people make, you know, one sort of mode and try to force everyone to fit into that one mode, and don't give you know any leeway or flexibility on how else you can play it. Right. Yeah. So. I, I hate to say it. it. It breaks my heart. It pains me. It's bittersweet. Um, like I said, I'm wearing the Call of Duty t-shirt. Okay. It's and super I'm not, fun. And I'm that's, not wearing uh, the Halo shirt. It's done. The Halo shirt's yeah. put away. If we're being honest, that's why we missed the podcast last week, because we just kept playing, and then we were like, oh, yeah. shit, we missed, our, we missed our recording. Should we record? And we're like, no, let's no. keep playing. We just couldn't. It, it's addicting. You can't stop playing it. And and that was a that was a problem last night. I don't know how long... You know how late in the day you slept today, but um, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I can tell you, to, didn't go to bed till like three in the morning. Yeah, it was it was five a.m. when I went to bed <laughs> last night, um, because we've had just so much fun playing it. And yeah, I um, I, I crashed earlier. I had to take like an hour long nap. <laughs> I, I I got up at uh, it was probably two two thirty when I got up this morning. Oh, see, I got up at nine thirty, made myself breakfast. Played a little DMZ, and then I was like, I'm pretty tired. I think I'll lie down. I did a whole force gum. <laughs> <laughs> Took a well, little nap, and then yeah. I was like, well, we're going to do the podcast. I'm going to play a little more DMZ before we do the podcast, so if I lose my gun, it'll be on cooldown by the time we're done yeah. with the podcast. Well, yeah, that was that was the thing last night is, like, you know, we, we had that. We were like, okay, we're gonna, I'm going to play one more. And it we just it just went south. It was a terrible – we got rolled by – I don't remember if it was AI or if it was operators or whatever it was, we got rolled. And yeah, I'm like, I remember. Fuck. You know, I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to have nothing to start my next, the next time we play. So I started, <laughs> we was like, let's, all right, let's play it again. And, uh, it's, so, you know, it's we just went, fun. That's, yeah. that's when you know it's a good game when you literally, uh, that's like back in the day when we'd play Halo to like three, four in the morning, we'd be like, fuck, I got to get up for, work, work. for school and fucking yeah. three hours and, that's it's we're back to that same thing and on a call of duty never would have thought i'd play that much call of duty Duty. (laughs) like i don't have any desire to play their battle royale i i went into it once and i was like it's just a more it's a more sweaty version of of, uh, dmz because there's even more operators and because the zone forces you all together again dmz doesn't if you want to just run away and not even deal with operators you can yeah I, i i played it once realized i didn't like it um, and then, uh, I have no desire to play the, the other multiplayers. I don't care. Um, 
I would like to try the, their their campaigns because um, the only other Call of Duty that I've played that I really liked was World War II, and that 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 campaign was a gorgeous, extremely well done campaign, and that was something that you don't really hear a lot of people talking about is is the campaigns for Call of Duty. So I would like to go and and play that. But that being not, said, not for seventy dollars. Not for seventy dollars. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not buying a campaign for seventy dollars. Yeah, which that's is just, weird that Call of Duty they don't have, they skip the sixty dollars that they only have at least from everything I've seen they only mm-hmm. have a seventy dollar version. Yeah, they have a seventy and a hundred dollar version. There might be one in between, but I know that there's a there's a sixty nine ninety nine and a ninety nine ninety nine version. I think that's and, it. And it's the like, ninety nine all it does is give you a couple skins. Right. There's there's nothing extra. Um, you know, it isn't like the old days when you would buy the legendary edition of Halo and it you got the you got the ammo box or you got the you know Master Chief helmet or or whatever. Um you, there's just no incentive to me. And once again, you know, I'm a I'm a gamer dad, a gamer parent, gamer adult. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't have a lot of money to spend on these games. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get the most bang for my buck and I'm getting all the bang for, for free. free. <laughs> I'm not, I don't have any desire to even buy anything on their battle pass. Or I mean, I mean, I did buy their battle pass. Yeah, we bought um, the battle pass, but it's ten dollars and it unlocks a lot well, of new operators and new skins. And I, 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 bought, I do wish the XPs worked for DMZ. I can't figure. I don't think they do. Well, in hindsight, I don't. I I kind of wish that I didn't buy the battle pass because there's nothing to really like out of it. Well, no, there's some really cool stuff. Um, like I got that, um, I remember we were playing last night and I got that orbiter, um, machine gun, that, uh, uh, assault rifle. I oh, really, yeah. really liked it. So I went into, um, you know, the weapons last night to kind of figure out, like, I know I have it. Where do I get it? And then I realized that you have to put it in your insured slot. So once again, you're, you're being relegated to getting to play with these cool new guns once every two hours. Yeah. Assuming wish- you die. It just needs yeah. to be faster. But again, it's in beta. They it is in beta. Said, Maybe that's something that they'll fix. There's That's pretty much across the board. Everyone has said weapon cooldown time is too long. Way too long. Uh, AI is too strong. Uh, and I would be I, okay with the AI being just as strong if I could take my guns to deal with it. Yeah. The other yeah. thing that a ton of people have uh, asked for, especially uh, a lot of pro players, like Shroud has talked about it, that... Uh, one of the reasons he stopped playing DMZ, there needs to be an outside-of-the-game economy, kind of like how Tarkov has. There should be a reason that you want to get all that money out, other yeah, than just to cool down your cooling gun. Down. Mm-hmm. There sh- you should be able to either keep it when you get out of the game and then use it for something, buy attachments, or literally buy out of the game for your cooldown to get cooldown. Go spend 20000 and knock half an hour off or whatever. There should be a reason to get the money out because right now you literally there isn't like you're like well I have my gun and I have twenty grand but I don't even need anything what do we do with it you're like yeah. oh, I'll just fucking oh. take it out I guess yeah I, I've <laughs> taken it out I've left it behind like at a buy station in the DMZ like <laughs> For, I'll just yeah I'll just drop a down Christmas even, present <laughs> yeah I'll just drop down fifteen thousand like I'm exfilling anyway I don't need it so I'm just gonna go ahead and just leave it for the next person that's playing. And that's one of the other cool things is um, the interactions that you can have with other players can go from extraordinarily funny and unique and maybe even, you know, building a friendship with another player to absolutely just (laughs) 
bottom of the barrel toxic. Devastating. You know? yeah. yeah, I've had I've had everything. <laughs> yeah, uh, like the one we played. Uh, maybe it was last week when we were X filling, and there was like three teams there, and then we show up, and like one dude was like the head dude, and he's like, oh, you know, we're not we're not shooting each other. We're all friendly. We're all going to X fill together. Yeah, and then one guy shoots me. And then all hell breaks loose, and I ended up yeah, putting so down like two we, teams. Yeah, we kill, we kill all of them and <laughs> left everybody. by ourselves. And the yeah. one guy the whole time was like, "Why did you shoot that? Why the fuck are we shooting?" And we're like, "You guys shot first. So yeah, I don't I, know. I, didn't. I mean, I, I've I've played too much Grand Theft Auto to sit there and think that there's not going to no. be backstabbing. Like, no, it's it shoot first and don't ask questions. No proximity chat is fucking. I mean, we've said it a thousand times. Proximity chat is a fucking game changer. I. I had an experience last night. I think it was last night or was it this morning? I don't know. I was tired. I had an experience. I was playing just by myself. My my randoms had left, so it was just me. And I rolled up on some people, and we were, like, shooting each other. They downed me. I self-revived. I downed one of them. And uh, I don't know, Ravel. The point is to have fun. We, you can't stop playing it. There is no point. Well, what's, no. The point what's the point to playing Halo? Well, what what he's saying is, is what's the what's the point to the you know to the to buying anything with your money? You can you can collect the uh, money you, in the game and then are, are in the in the DMZ in that in that get battle better stuff. Yeah, get better backpacks so you can hold more stuff and more ammo. Get better armor. That's that's what you use money for. You can buy uh, uh, an LTV, you know, a turret uh, gun, a, a turret. Heavily armored, yeah, a heavily armored transport truck and stuff like that. But you can, there's buy stations in the DMZ that you can take your money to and buy things. But you know, if you've already looted the best backpack, which is not that hard to find, you've already looted the best armor, which once again isn't that hard to find. You can also Uh, buy guns at the buy stations, and everyone has a random what it'll be. But ninety percent of the time, it's guns that you don't want, and you're like, I'm not going to spend twelve grand on a gun I don't want. Yeah, well, especially once you get to kind of like where we are, where, um, you know, here we've been playing for a couple of weeks, and I've kind of got everything. There's a few guns that I'm missing from my collection, but you know, you you can't, uh, you can't use a gun, you can't bring a gun into the game if you haven't gotten it out in the first place. Like you have to, you have to bring new 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 weapons out of the DMZ. Yeah. To be that, able to use them and take them back in, but yeah. so you can so you can rectify that by buying them out of the buy station and and leaving yeah, the with more, them. The more rare guns that AI don't have, right? And if you don't pick it up off another operator, that's one cool thing too. You can pick up operator guns, uh, like that somebody else brought in. You'll then take it out and have it with all their attachments and everything. You can't put it. You can't use it in your insured slot, but you can just take it back into the game. And have a fully equipped gun, and you're not even burning your insured slot, and have to worry about a cooldown, right? Uh, and and oh, that's that's what that, I remember what I was saying with uh. So I was by myself, and I had that mission where you you have to uh, request to join two people, right? So that's we a were, mission. Yeah, there's a mission request oh. to join, and you don't even have to actually join; you just have to hit request. Okay. To two to two different people, which I only hit it a couple times and it counted it the first time I did it. So I think it counts if there's multiple teams there. So anyways, there was multiple teams there and I didn't realize it. I was hitting request to join, request to join. And they must have been at least new enough to not know the difference of whether I was asking to join them or they were asking to join me or they weren't confused. So I could hear them talking on proximity chat 
and they they were like, oh wait 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 wait, leave him alone, leave him alone, uh, have him join us, have him join us. And then one of their guys like joined on me, and his name was like Jordan something, and so it was just me and him. And he was like, oh shit, guys, I joined his team. <laughs> and then so so we were on our team, and then he was trying to figure out like how does he get back, and it ended up. Please tell me you killed them. They also did it wrong, and so they were all on my team. So I ended up being by myself, and then all of a sudden we had five people on our team, <laughs> and that's when we figured out there were other teams there and we shit on like three teams there. And so it went for me, like <laughs> definitely going to die to all of a sudden having all these people on my team. And like the, the one girl that was with him was making fun of him. She's like, you guys are fucking idiots. We should have killed this guy. <laughs> but like, like, and that, it, it was like the same problem that you and I had last night where we were facing that one team where I was, we were both under the impression that it was a three man team Oh, yeah, and we got to stop assuming that. <laughs> yeah, we got to, you know, because I, I knew where one was. Or I, excuse me, I knew where two of them were, and our, the third one was down. So as far as I was concerned, it was a 2v1 in my situation. So I'm, I know I can deal with that. And then all of a sudden I get there and like, no, it was a four-man team. You know, there yeah. was two guys providing cover. One guy was down, and the fourth guy was uh, moving to pick up the, the third guy. And I'm like, oh, this is bad. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, and it was just it, like, didn't I, I never even thought about it because I'm so used to playing these games where yeah, okay, it's a three, three man, and that's it's it. a three man team and you know that up front or it's a four man team and you know that up front. But all of a sudden you're rolling in thinking it's a three man team and it's a four or five or a six man team. It's that changes everything. Yeah. Uh, so basically ravel a mystery that the ones that's in the live stream or anyone listening that has no idea. So you load in with three. Uh, unless you push, you know, don't fail, like just Q and I went in, then it would be two. But at max, you'll go in with three. But you can request to join, uh, or you can invite people to join you. It has both options in your little ping wheel. You hold the button to ping, and it has either invite to join or request to join. Uh, and you can have up to six people on a team. And I've seen it happen more often than not, where you run up on people and you realize, oh, shit, that's a whole six-man fucking squad like you're i had one in, that. yeah you're not gonna win that i had one earlier today that was super funny i found like six screwdrivers so i have that mission i, I you're still working on that mission yeah i need five more so i have that mission i gotta drop 15 screwdrivers in this dumpster uh a lot of people online are complaining that some of these missions are stupid yeah Whatever. that one's stupid it is pretty stupid but or the one i'm working on is ridiculous the uh, exfiltrate with six kill streaks i'm like i oh. can't get one that one's going to be, I got to X, X fill with 20 hard drives. But anyways, so I'm doing that. I found like six of them. I'm like, oh shit, I'm going to go do that. I'm sorry, guys. It was two random guys that were speaking Spanish. And one of them, his mic was like in his mouth. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry, you were so loud. I can't even hear the AI walking or talking. Or so I just muted them and I just got in a truck and left. I'm like, I'm going to go put these screwdrivers in. I want to finish this mission because I want the two weapon slots. Right. So I leave. So the two of them, they keep getting down and down and down. I have like everything, a large backpack, a, a level three armor. Like I'm fully kitted, so I don't care about them. They had level one everything. So like they keep getting down and picking each other up across the map. I'm doing my thing. I find light bulbs and I find more stuff on my way to go to the thing because it's across the fucking map. Right around the time I get there, I, I see some message pop up on the screen that I don't often see. Uh, uh, such and such, somebody joined our team. So my two random guys on their own over found there. Him, found him another player. <laughs> they're like, we need a third. Hey, do you want to be our third? Because our third <laughs> fucked off. <laughs> so we got a we got another third, 
And the funniest part, so the three of them are now a three-man squad. Technically, there's four on our team, but I'm on the other side of the map. I'm not with them anymore. Uh, they all three died. I survived. I got. I put the shit in the dumpster, and I fucking exfilled by myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man, that sucks for your fucking three-man squad. You're new. You picked up a new recruit, and it still oh, didn't work out for oh, you. Oh, that's too funny. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it's... It, it has the idea of, well, bringing back proximity chat is huge. We've said that many, many times. Yeah. And th this idea of being able to merge teams in the game as the game is going on. Um, yeah. Is, well, that's a, that's I, I, part I've never of played a game. I've never played a game like that. Yeah, that's part of what makes proximity chat even better. Like, like uh, I, we didn't talk about it on the podcast because we haven't had the podcast since DMZ's come out. <laughs> true. The one, the one that we had where I was again solo because my two randoms died to a team that was like right by me. So I went in a gas station and I was like chilling in the gas station behind the counter, like behind the cash register. And I could hear the team that just killed my two randoms running around and they definitely knew I was in there. And so on proximity chat, uh, they were like, we'll give you one chance to join us. And me, the more I play call of duty, the more I realize you, you have to act right in that fucking moment because time to kill is so fast. Right. So I sprinted out from behind the counter, burst out the door. Uh, that's one of my favorite things to do that you can run into a door and it just Oh, opens. me too. Uh, yeah, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so I burst out the door and I put it down the first guy and I finish him and then I go back in the gas station and I hear him go, oh, oh, fuck, he got me. Dude, he, all right, he's in the he's in the he's in the gas station, and I heard him call me out on proximity chat. So I'm like, oh, I'm not in the gas station. I ran out the other side of the gas station because he just told him I was in there. So I went up a ladder. I was up on the roof. So I downed the second and third guy. So I finished the whole fucking squad, and it was just hilarious because literally two seconds before I burst out that door, they were like, "We'll give you one chance to join us, and we'll let you live." And I just burst out the door and kill their whole fucking team. And like I said, you know, it's I've played too many GTA games and stuff like that where you need to trust people. You just yeah, oh, you gotta trust me. Like, no, I don't. Yeah. Like, I don't. I'm not trusting you. No. Um, did Did I ever talk about my very first online experience with GTA? No. It's it. I don't know if it's still like this, but back in the day when GTA Five Online was first a thing. It made you do a mission with like three other people, like a four man team. It mm -hmm. made you do a mission to like take some drugs out or some shit. Okay. To teach you like how the online mode worked. So it made me do this mission with these random people. Two of them left. So it was me and one other guy. And like right after that, it tells you to go to like a clothing store because it's trying to teach you how like the online mode works. Like, oh, you go to a clothing store and go buy stuff. So we go there. It's me and this random guy. Um, I'm inside, like, doing the things to get rid of the prompts so it'll let me just play. And he parks the car in front of the door and starts <laughs> flipping, flipping me off. And that door only opens out. I can't yep. pull it in. There's no button to push. So he's out there flipping me off. I'm like, what the fuck? And he's just, because you can do the flip-off gesture. <laughs> and he parked the car in front of the door. I'm like, oh, motherfucker. Eventually, he moved it. And he went in the store, so I did the same shit to him. <laughs> I I backed the car back in front of the door, and I was flipping him off while he was in there. I'm like, ah, I see why you did this. This is fucking hilarious, you bitch. And then I just left. I left the car door there. I didn't let him out. <laughs> but yeah, that's my very first online. Imagine, I don't think it had proximity chat back then, because I don't remember talking to him. It's just, we're just flipping each other off. Yeah. But that's, games like that have taught us to trust no one. Yeah. You know, and, and in this day of 
everybody wants to be a content creator. You know, everybody wants a you know a viral TikTok or a viral whatever. Uh, so everyone is doing whatever it takes to 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 get the views. So you mm-hmm. don't know if you're going to face somebody that maybe that's what they're trying to do. So they're going to oh I know we're going to go in and we're going to lure out a team and ask them to join. And before they join, we kill them all. Yeah. You know? and or there's are... been there's been ones that have joined and then uh, I, I saw a TikTok last night of somebody. Uh, they were getting a request to join the, this two-man squad. And he was like, oh, Justin, join their team and just tell me where they're at. And he's like, oh, okay, okay. So they need to go back to proximity <laughs> chat. And he joined their team and he's like, oh, what's up, guys? No, my random left. What a piece of shit, right? Thanks for getting me on your team. And then he'd mute it and tell him, he's like, Justin, one's in the garage. He's by himself. Go get him. And so like his other guy that was in Discord with him <laughs> – slowly picked off the team and then invited him back. They completely back. picked <laughs> they completely picked off and wiped out the other team and invited him back. And he's like, Oh my God, bro, we're the worst. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, I just, you, 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 exactly. It just made, that just proves my point. Yeah. You uh, can't trust you, anybody. You can't trust anybody in these games. Like I, I don't trust me. And if and we're in a situation where, you know, they bait me out and kill me because they're not taking any chances. I respect it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like I get it. That's fine. I, I I'm not going to do these things because it's going to happen to me. I'm, I'm well aware of it. No, it, but it's super fun. Uh, yeah, and it's free. It. It's it's free. Uh, maybe try it. It is. There is a lot going on, like the X insurance weapon, and this. I think yeah, I think it's like 68 gigs or something. Because you have to get the base multiplayer and then the Warzone pack. You have to yeah you have to download yeah you have to download like well if you're buying the if you're getting the free version you have to download the paid stuff just so you can access the free stuff yeah and, you need the base multiplayer even though you can't play multiplayer for free other right. than Warzone and DMZ you can't play the regular multiplayer but you need it uh you need whatever whatever data assets. is in that yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah it, it I mean it, it's worth downloading and trying it trying it out if you like shooters yeah. Um, it's ruining our sleep schedule. We literally. <laughs> oh my god! I'm sitting here watching the clock. Like, okay, we need to wrap this up soon because I want to play yeah. for a couple hours and I need to go to work in the morning. Yeah, that's what I. I was just getting ready to. We need to do our cream of the week. Fucking go hot, hop in the DMZ. But no, literally, proximity chat does take it to another level. Like, I have so many. I have so many stories. We've only been playing it for like a week, week and a half or something. I have so many stories. I have that other one where you and our random got downed, and I was coming to get you guys. Uh, and this is when we were in proximity chat because you have the option of not being in proximity chat. Uh, well, but we were, we were in proximity chat and I heard people and I was like, Oh shit, there's, so then I stopped talking because we were in proximity chat and you were talking cause they can't hear you anymore. And I was, I was just sitting on a roof waiting for them to leave. And like in my mind, I'm like, don't breathe into your mic. Don't breathe. <laughs> and then I, and then I went, <sighs> into my mic and my fucking mic indicator lit up and the whole the three-man squad is like hold hold up hold up hold up somebody's here somebody's here hey oreo and i don't think you could hear him because we were far enough away from you you couldn't hear the proximity mm-hmm. but but they were like hey oreo yeah he's here somewhere oreo come on out where are you buddy and like, i was like fuck bro i just I accidentally breathed into my mic and now i'm being hunted <laughs> <laughs> And then I, I waited long enough. They got disinterested, and then I parachuted off of the roof and came towards you guys. Uh, but I landed by like six AI, and I got gunned down and died anyways. So, yeah. yeah Either bad. way, yeah. <laughs> so, what is your cream of the week? Uh, I 
I was going to do a, a certain movie, but I'm going to save that for when I can't think of one because I have a different one. My cream of the week is going to be the new uh, hit show on Netflix Wednesday. Oh, my God. Have you I watched it yet? No, but I've seen enough TikToks that I've... Have you seen the TikToks where like there's something going on and then it cuts to the guy and it's like a, cheat, a new kink unlocked? Yeah. God, when she's gorgeous. <laughs> Fuck me. Oh, yeah. No, I, she, just, uh, I, I, I am obsessed. I've been watching interviews and stuff. Let, let makes, me just say it, this. But when they announced this, before I knew anything about Jenna or the show or anything, in my mind, I'm like, you can't beat Christina Ricci. She's fucking Wednesday. Right. She's and they, Wednesday. And they yeah. fucking... Okay, so I'll I'll say this. If you watch it, the first 10 minutes are a little cringe, and you're going to be like, hmm. So the first two minutes are great. It's her, uh, I guess I'll spoil it because it's in the trailer. There's no spoiler. It's it's her at a regular school, and these like, there's these like swimmer jock nerds that pick on Pugsley. And so she approaches them in the school while they're in there swimming, and she drops a bunch of piranha in the pool. And says, "I'm the only one allowed to pick on my brother." Like, yeah. Well, that I mean that that's that's the very core of what Adam's family was. Is yeah. they could they could abuse and bully each other, but they were yeah, still a family. They, yeah, yeah, they protect their own. Yeah, yeah. So that part's fine. That's great. But then right after that, they introduce uh, the people that play all the other characters. I mean, you saw Pugsley. He's probably my least favorite of like of like the new actors that are playing these characters that we've all known for so many years. Uh, Morticia's fine. Gomez grows on you. But the first time you see them, they all feel off. Because in your mind, we're all so used to the Christina Ricci uh, era, yeah. right? And they're so different, the characters. You're, and it feels off. And like, so for the first like 10 minutes, you're like, I, am I going to like this show? I don't know. But Jenna Ortega's Wednesday is so fucking good. Well, I you think, kind of ignore the other cast picks. <laughs> I, I think what I love about this show, I haven't watched it yet. And, you know, like I said, I've, I have my reasons. So, you know, um, this I won't is... Spoil, I won't spoil any of the main plot points. <laughs> uh, this is... I love the fact that they're introducing a new generation to hot golf girls. Because, yes, you know, you, you, know, you had... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you go back to, you know, the black and white... Um, you know, the, the black and white uh, Adams family where you had, I don't remember her name that played Morticia. That was just absolutely gorgeous. And then, yeah. yeah. And then you move on to the Christina Ricci era, which introduced our generation to hot golf girls. And then now you have this, this, it has been just re reinvigorated and you know, bringing a whole generation of, you know, young millennials and Gen Zers that had never watched the Adams family to, to the, oh my God, like, She's gorgeous. Yeah. I love yeah, it. The, the goth era is definitely going to come back. Like, uh, No, I wasn't going to yes, talk please. about that, Rebel. Uh, see, we were all kind of raised, like our age group, we all grew up with the Christina Ricci. That's not the original Ad, uh, mm -hmm. original Adams family, though. There's an original. There's a comic book series. There's, there's a whole bunch of uh, Adams family stuff way back in the day. And the Christina Ricci era kind of reached away from it a little bit. This one, uh, Tim Burton specifically said, and this is why I've kind of like gotten used to Gomez and the more I've learned about it, they went more off of the original Adams family. Gomez right. was kind of chubby and like quirky and weird. He wasn't some handsome fucking devil. Like, mm -hmm. like he was in our Adams family. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I, he's grown on me. I'm just saying in the first like five minutes of the show, I, I guarantee you'll have that weird feeling too. Where you're like, there's just something off about the Gomez and Morticia, but they grow on you. You're fine with it. 
immediately though you're like oh she is wednesday she's my favorite wednesday now like and christina ricci's in the show so it's okay <laughs> to to say i just never thought before i watched it that there's no way they could take away my my wednesday my mm-hmm. adam's family i grew up with but you want to know my my like complete random trivia of the original adam's family i didn't know this until like two weeks ago what's that um the original gomez adams uh the actor's the name actor? is john, yeah john astin is sean astin the of sam wise and and uh stranger things and uh, of that fame that's his adopted dad like they're oh, really? that's, that, that's his dad i didn't know uh, they're not related by blood but that, that's his adopted father adopted him? huh yeah i just think that's so fucking cool because <laughs> i i love sean astin i love every movie and every show that he's been in I loved him in Stranger Things, and you know I loved oh, yeah. him in The Hobbit, and... Fifty First Dates. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, and Fifty First Dates, and I mean I just think he's great. I didn't even know and, he was adopted. That's crazy. Yeah, and that was his adopted father. I don't, I don't know by the story behind Gomez, it. Gomez yeah, by Adams. the the OG Gomez Adams. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah, so, but I, I I think it's great. It's on my list of things to watch. I just oh, it's so good. She plays such, and it was such a good decision to bring on. Tim Burton. He didn't write oh, it. Yeah. It, w- it was written by like, I think there's seven or eight writers, like almost one per episode. Uh, there's also some other people that co-direct along with Tim Burton, but he's ultimately like the creative lead of the show. Uh, and there's all kinds of behind the scenes, like cool trivia about the show, like how Jenna was saying that one time during the take, she didn't blink. And Tim was like, oh, all right, we're doing that for the rest of the show. And like, so she literally doesn't blink in the show. You can look for it. She does not blink. As far as I know, when I was looking for it, I didn't see it. There there was a TikTok joking of, all right, we're going to play a drinking game. We're going to watch the new Wednesday show. And uh, we're just going to, we're going to chug this. Uh, we're going to chug this uh, Sam Adams here. And we're going to stop as soon as Wednesday blinks. And like, it just shows them dead. <laughs> Uh, there, I, I guess he also had to fight a little with Netflix because they were worried about her being too edgy. Like, there's a scene where she says, I do like stabbing. And I guess when uh, Netflix pushed back, and he's like, that's the character. You can't kill the core of the character. That's right. who she is. And yeah. that's one of the most quoted fucking lines. Is, uh, I, she's, she, has, she has taken a special place in my heart right alongside of Aubrey Plaza, which is, would have been oh, yeah. another, you know, which would have been another great Wednesday character or Wednesday actress. Um yeah, she yeah, could have played Morticia. Well, uh, maybe it would have been a little weird. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, no, no. She she couldn't play Morticia because that's a well, whole different a character. Yeah, she would absolutely be a Wednesday. And but of course, I mean, she's too old. You know, I hate saying it like that, but I mean, she is too old to play to play that character. So that's that's they. I mean, then this this girl comes in, this actress, and she just she blew me away. Yeah. I've I've seen trailers. I've seen TikToks about it. No, um, she's, she's so good. I'm going to watch some of her other shows. She's in the new screen. So I'm probably going to watch that. Like she, is? she, I, yeah, I guess she's been acting since she was nine. Uh, she was talking about it. I, I watched, she was on Jimmy Fallon. She was talking about, she's been acting since she was nine. She did commercials at first. Uh, one of them, she, she did three different McDonald's commercials and it was three completely different, uh, people that booked her. And none of them knew that the other people had also booked her for other McDonald's commercials. So McDonald's had her in three different commercials. She was like the McDonald's girl on accident. Like they didn't mean to book <laughs> her for multiple commercials. That's pretty cool. But but anyway, so, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. She, she's 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 Wednesday now. The the new generation of this. She's the yeah. Christina Ricci now of the uh, the goth obsession, like you said. Yeah. 
of it, that it's is a whole insane. new generation of of boys that have discovered golf and, and girls i don't want to leave them out boys oh, and no, girls no. Yeah. that that discover hot golf girls because that's a that's a whole thing mm-hmm. and um, uh, she might be bi or lesbian i don't know there she does even better in one of her movies she's making out with another girl and that's even better I guess she tweeted out a picture of the uh, LGBTQ flag recently, and so a lot of people are saying, you know, Fantastic. I, already, I already love her, and I love her even more. And like, <laughs> yeah, that's 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 wonderful. Um, I, it, she it, made a comment uh, that uh, if she got to pick who she was romantically evolved with on the show, would be her her uh, werewolf roommate, the girl. <laughs> Goddamn, you're not yeah, you're not it, doing me any good, Oreo. You, you got to watch it. Oh, the other. Uh, character that kind of i was weird at first was the fester but he grew yeah. i mean because yeah, we I mean, had uh christopher lloyd his, yeah christopher lloyd he's he's so good for that he, mm-hmm. he's perfect for, the, this guy's fine too they grow on you it, they bug you for about a minute and then you're like yeah uh, he fits you, the you character to, yeah you have profile. to let go you have to let go of the actors and, and appreciate the character yeah, that's and, that's what I had to do. For, so for like a minute, I'm like, eh, and then I'm like, well, that is the character though. He's super fucking weird. <laughs> uh, but no, it's great. Uh, it completely blew away the records that Stranger Things season four set. Uh, so it's almost like a guarantee there's another season coming. They do kind of leave it open that there could be another season. No spoilers or anything, but. Uh, definitely looks like we're gonna get more Jenna Ortega's Wednesday, and I'm all I'm all for it. Please. Um. So I I think I've I've mentioned this before, but when it comes to television and movie stuff right now, I'm kind of in like a kind of like a hiatus on new new stuff because one of the things that that Heather and I like to do is we'll watch different TV shows together, we'll watch different movies together, and you know, we don't watch them without each other, if, especially if it's ones that um, both of us are going to really enjoy. And like, you know, Wednesday is going to be one of those shows. And like, yeah. I've, I haven't even watched um, uh, the Andor series on Disney Plus yet. And I haven't oh, I, watched. I haven't watched that yet either. I'm... It's it's really good. I mean, I, everybody, everybody that I've talked to, it's really good. Um, it's it fits that kind of semi dark political niche that Star Wars always was. Like that's you know people that you know I can't believe they're bringing politics into Star Wars. That's the way it's always fucking been. It, it, it was the original Star Wars was a commentary on Nazism and fascism. Um, but but anyway, I've I've just kind of not been watching new stuff that I know that 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 Heather would enjoy too, because yeah. she's she's uh, this was this is Hell Week for her. This is her finals week before winter break. Oh. Yeah, so, um, so they're taking a break too. Yeah, I think so, we got DMZ. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, she's been in her, you know, so especially the last probably six weeks, you know, she's been incredibly busy doing, um, getting, doing stuff for school. Uh, so I just haven't been watching anything that, that I know she would want to watch, um, because I would just, I would just feel bad. Like Makes here sense. I am, you know, here I am downstairs playing video games like last night, for example. Um, or I'm sorry, not last night, oh, Friday night, for example. Um, I think I stopped playing Friday night around like one thirty, two o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm gonna go on to bed. And I come upstairs and Heather's in her, in her office working on a, you know, her finals project. Still. Like, yeah. Oh, you're still up. <laughs> I'm like, Oh fuck. Um, so 
I just, I, so I, I don't watch a lot of the new stuff. And everybody's like, oh, I can't believe you've not yeah. watched this yet. That's why. Well, um, your cream of the week doesn't have to be a show. It can well, well, be like the new Burger Burger King. Well, no, be, no, I, I totally get that. I, it my, can be my... you're totally on board with what Kanye said. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I am going to say my cream of the week because I, I, I spent this week watching it. I've got one episode left to watch, and it's extremely dated. But oh, it's not extremely dated. Um, I to watching Band of Brothers, the HBO oh, show. I fucking love it. I've seen that so many I, times. <laughs> I've never watched it before. Oh. And and I'm actually really glad that I've not watched it before I played Hell Let Loose, because all of the maps in Hell Let Loose are historically accurate maps of the locations from Band of Brothers. Like I don't oh, think yeah? it's meant. I don't think it's meant to be that. But you know, but they uh, the, yeah. Um, uh, the the Carantan map where you're in the in the city or in the village, um, the Foy map. I mean, all these different uh, maps are specifically referenced in the show that's that's where they're going and this is what they're doing and and it's really wild having played those maps and seen what it looks like in the game and then seeing them as they were you know were in the show it's yeah. like oh I, I really like this this is really cool and that's one of the things that really drew me into watching it more was i could re- i don't want to say relate because that's a bad way of putting it but it playing these games gave gave me even better context for yeah. the um for the show and um I, I really layer of recognition yeah, kind of yeah I really liked it I've got I've got one episode left um I think uh, I can't remember if it's at the end of the last episode or maybe it's at the end of every episode where they do like the interviews of the actual it's at the beginning. people yeah it's the beginning of each episode they're interviewing oh, okay yeah I, and that, I love that part too I, I I really when I first when I first started watching it the first episode and they were doing this interview of these old guys. And I'm like, yeah, we'll get out of here. Well, no, it was, no, it was just like, am I watching the right show? Like, <laughs> you clicked it, the wrong one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, this isn't, you know, um, but then I realized that what it was is they were using the actual, you know, veterans that served in that, in that unit and having them tell the story helps give a really good context um, to each episode, the, a couple, I think episode six or seven, where they're yeah. in Bastogne, which they were in Bastogne, which was a place in France that uh, they were there through the winter of 1944. And it was, there's no way to describe how cold that that area was. They had problems with, you know, it, the frostbite was rampant. And if you were shot, your blood would freeze, you know, almost immediately it was so cold. And they did an interview, they were interviewing one of the guys, and he said that, you know, you can ask my wife even to this day, if I'm ever, if it's ever cold outside, I will always say, well, at least it's not Bastogne. And, <laughs> you know, and it was just that kind of a cool con- context of like, okay, he remembers it of being just shitty, miserable cold. Yeah. And then we're going to show you the episode, and it's going to show you why he feels that way. And... You know, there was uh, there was one one actor or one one soldier in the show um, that they had a, they had serious issues with supplies on this this particular front that they were defending in Bastogne. So they were they were missing. They didn't have good winter jackets. They didn't have enough blankets. They didn't have enough socks. And there was one guy that had taken a blanket and uh, tied it around his feet to make shoes because he didn't have any boots. He had worn his boots to the point where they were falling apart. So he made boots out of this blanket 
and he ended up with frostbite and of course that was a that was a whole thing but like that's how bad it was that's what they yeah. had to endure um and I, I just i just found that really really fascinating and um i like the characters i like the development that they go through the the soldiers that do and don't make it and um in watching it now there are so many actors in that show that like i told heather you you recognize them, you know them, you've seen them in movies. You could probably even name the movie you've seen them in. You can't remember their names. Yeah. Like, oh, no, I, I know uh, him. So many recognizable faces. You're yeah. Like, I've seen him. I, yeah. Like, I know he's, well, he was in this show, right? Yeah. yeah. So then you, you know, then you have to, like, Google who it is. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember. There's just the one season, right? The 10 episodes? Yeah. It was just a 10 episode miniseries. Yeah, that was um, so good. I've yeah, I think I've watched it all the way through like three times, maybe. Uh, uh, Steven Spielberg and Tom Hanks. Um, Is it on? Prime it's on HBO. What's it on? It's on HBO. Oh, okay. so yeah, you got to have uh, HBO Max or uh, the you know some some yeah. way of accessing HBO. Yeah, um, HBO Max or Torrent Max or whatever you got. Exactly. You know, however, <laughs> however you want to you know however you want to justify it. But I think that's my cream of the week because it's it's what it's the only thing that I've really really been watching this week that isn't the same stuff I always watch because it just passes the time. Oh, you know, yeah. like if I'm, if I'm down here working on something, if I'm working on the chain mail or, or something, you know, I'll have like family guy going in the background or I'll have Archer going in the background shows. I've seen a yeah, hundred times, hundreds and hundreds of times. And it's just, just for good background noise, white noise. That's yeah. all it really is. I do so, that a lot. Yeah. So having this one, having this to watch was, was actually really, really nice because she's not interested in war movies. She's, you know, the typical woman. She doesn't care about stuff like that, Man, which is fine. This is a documentary. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, not I mean, a war think, movie. Well, it, still, I mean, it still is. I mean, you've still got, it's kind of along that same line. Though. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're still, you're still seeing blood, guts and gore, which, you know, yeah. she doesn't have any, have any interest in watching. So and I can watch that by myself and, and be fine. Um, okay. But yeah, I think that's my cream of the week. That's uh, a good one. It doesn't have yeah. to be from this century or anything. <laughs> yeah, it was like 2000, 2002, 2003 when that show came out. Uh, 2001. So, I mean, okay, 2001. Because I, I wanted to look something up. Yeah, 2001, so 11 yeah, years so, ago. 12, almost 12 years ago. Yeah, 12 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's um, a good one. Yeah, well, so I, I guess so. That's a good episode, I guess. Yeah. Uh, shit on Halo again. We always say we're not going to talk about it. and We're just so disappointed is all. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 not having fun shitting on it. I'm I'm somehow in my mind I'm hoping that by us explaining it, three four three will hear this and go, Why didn't it hit us? They want the game to be fun. <laughs> and then they'll fix it and make it fun. But who knows what uh the future of Halo looks like. Uh well we do have it's that time of the year, so next episode will one thousand percent be about the game awards, which are on Thursday. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so go to thegameawards.com. There are 31 categories this year to be voted on. Uh, I have not, just looking at the game of the year, uh, I haven't played a single one of those. So I'm going to have to research into them a little bit, try and decide who I want to vote for because I want to vote on these. Uh, and then I'll, I'm definitely going to watch the Game Awards on Thursday. But yeah, that, that'll be our discussion next week. So and You'll have to give me the, well, I might try to get to it next weekend, but. Um, I have you know, D&D on Thursday, Wednesday oh. and Thursday. Yeah. So, I'll have to let yeah. you know what uh, what's good or not. I would say a majority of these games are being voted on. Just because it's been kind of a dry spell, uh, like it, it's so dry that we're playing Call of, Call of Duty. <laughs> not wrong. I, 
I haven't played a ton of new games, so a lot of these new ones and stuff that are being voted on, I, you know, I won't know a ton about. So I'm gonna have to research and look into it. Maybe I won't even vote on these. The cool thing is you don't even have to vote on every category. You can just pick and choose. Right. Uh, okay. Yeah. I think that's an episode. It's definitely episode eighty-seven. I think. Yeah. Episode eighty-seven. Thirteen weeks away. We're getting close. Getting thirteen. Yeah. That's that math checks out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it sounded wrong at first. Oh, must be tired. Somebody, I don't know why I was up so late last night. I can't remember. But Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, anyway, thanks to Rabble and Real Mystery for stopping by the stream, uh, mm-hmm. interacting with us. We love uh, it. Uh, hang on. Shout out to Dominant Jordan 1 for the follow. Uh, he's, one of, he's one of the Drunken Halo people. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Or Dominant Justin? Did I say Dominant Jordan? I think it's Dominant it's Jordan. Domin- it's Dominant Jordan. Uh, yeah, if Dominant it's Dominant Jordan Justin, Yeah, if it's Dominant Justin, then it's not one of the Drunken Halo people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, thanks. Yeah, that um, that follow popped up right before we started uh, recording, so I want to give a shout-out for that. Really appreciate it. Oh, nice. Um, so, all right. Yeah, so don't forget to tune in live or, or just uh, download it when it hits iTunes or Podcast Addict or Spotify, Spotify is what or I use. Whatever you use for it, whatever. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Have a good one. And bye, Q. Bye, Oreo. You want some more of this bitch? Down the street just the other day I saw these two fine bitches They were walking my way Yo, what you girls doing tonight Is what I wanted to say But suddenly I panicked My voice started to shake So I put my head down And I just walked away I had a bus to catch anyway It worked out great Got on the bus Put my headphones on And pressed play Cheryl Crow, James Blunt And motherfucking Ace of Base Yo, what can I say? It's just a day in my life I'm up early in the morning In bed early at night To be productive at work I gotta be well rested Yeah, motherfucker you heard what I just I'm said. just a regular, everyday, normal motherfucker. I don't like margarine, I much prefer the taste of butter. I'm just a regular, everyday, normal motherfucker. My favorite movies as a kid were Superman and Ghostbusters. I'm just a regular, everyday, normal motherfucker. I have a hard time opening my eyes underwater. I'm just a regular, everyday, normal motherfucker. And I'm not a huge Nicolas Cage fan. I'm from a lower middle class family. Me and my brothers and sisters played hide and seek. I have good memories from my childhood, bitch. My favorite toy was my fucking fire truck, bitch. I used to play with that motherfucker all day long until I learned about sex from the Sears catalog. And then I play with my motherfucker all day long. About 10 times a day, man, all year long. My favorite song, motherfucker, I don't like to admit it, is a Celine Dion song from the movie Titanic. Every night in my dreams, I see you, I feel you. Every time I hear 
that fucking shit a tear comes to my eye why the fuck did leonardo dicaprio have to die no i'm not afraid to say that i'm a sensitive guy sticks and stones break my bones but it's the words that make me cry like that time in grade three when a girl called me stupid face she really hurt me why'd she call me stupid face is my face stupid how's that even possible a person can be stupid but a face that's impossible shit happens all the time and you learn how to deal with it regular everyday normal fucking bullshit i'm just a regular everyday normal motherfucker when i get into a fight i usually leave on a stretcher i'm just a regular everyday normal motherfucker when i got nothing to say i usually talk about the weather I'm just a regular everyday normal motherfucker i like the first back to the future but the second one was better I'm just a regular everyday normal motherfucker i like red peppers better than the green ones Six months ago, motherfucker. Go, 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 shorty. It's your birthday. Go party like it's your birthday. I wasn't invited, but it's okay. I'll just stay at home and play some video games.